This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to a very short episode 480 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and joining me via Skype from Melbourne once again, still in lockdown, Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. How are you? Hi, good. Excellent. Why are we doing a short one? You tell me. Because in 42 minutes and 30 seconds, NASA is launching the next Mars rover. Really? Go away. I'm finished. I'm I'm done with you. Go away. Perseverance. It takes off in 42 minutes from now as we are recording. Perseverance? That's the name of of our listeners. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, I thought I had to speak fast and and keep the words short. That's why I was... Uh, so I, I, mis, I misconstrued your meaning, ah. and but I misconstrued. I know that's a long word, so I'm sorry if I took up more time than I was allotted. <laughs> How's your week been? I actually did a photo shoot. Wow! I had to, I had to actually went to work and did some photos. Oh, that's oh, right! God. You're doing a product shoot of a black plastic box. Yeah, six hours. <laughs> Are you sure you got the lighting right? <laughs> six hours. <laughs> six hours, Bruce, to photograph a black box. How long did it take? Six hours. No. I'm telling you, I was there for six hours shooting. <laughs> Hope you got paid well. Well, that still didn't mean to negotiate it. <laughs> I haven't worked out a rate for them yet. And um, and it's it's, cause it's tricky at the moment earning money, you know? You've got to be... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to be circumspect with what you can earn. <laughs> um, the uh, so, so, But, yeah, I was there six hours because they were doing all these different setups. It was basically, it was a black box. You know, it's a transcoding <laughs> box. That you plug yep. your camera into it, it transcodes into whatever output, Video streaming format. output yep. you want. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, they're filming each setup. You know, so it required all the different setups and tracks and everything. So every every setup took time. Yeah, then you step in and do some shoots and and so on and so forth. And you know, I made that black box look good, uh, <laughs> but you know, it was a black box and shooting it for six. I took a six, a t- 1,066 photos of a black box. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, and the, the part of that problem was we're in poor light because these buddy, these buddy, uh, Ari Cine cameras yeah. photograph in almost no light. They right. don't need a lot of light to shoot. So I'm trying to shoot a black box <laughs> in a black surrounding, <laughs> handheld, without pushing the ISO up to any stupid amount. Yeah. And I'm often shooting at 1.4 and, of course, getting no depth of field so the logos aren't in focus. And so you're yeah. doing all this stuff you've got to try yeah. and do. So you've got, you've got to shoot multiple. And then I burst shoot when I do that to try and get any sort of steadiness in my hands. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, um, it was tricky. <laughs> you, don't want to be, you don't want to be shooting at 12,800 ISO. Right. Because that's going to look garbage for product shots. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, would they had, not had, let you use any fill flash? No, no flash at all. That's all because they had all their lighting set up and constant. You know, it was just as it was. I couldn't bring in all my own lighting setup and set up around it. It was, yeah, tight It's not confines. very. <sighs> they, they really didn't give you much consideration, did they? Well, no, well, of course not. I'm only the photographer. Why would they? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the whole thing, you know? It's like you asked me to come here and do a job and then you hobble me from the outset. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, looking on the back of the camera, they loved what I was producing, which is the important bit. Right. And the best part of the whole job is I just gave my memory card at the end of the day and said, see you later. I didn't have to do any editing. Nice. So it was just get, get them and gone. I didn't have to look through the 1066 to see which were good. 
I just made it their problem. And they're launching tonight. It's for a product launch tonight at midnight. Oh, wow. So we should we shot Monday up until 4.30 Monday afternoon. Now, yeah. to get all those images, edit all the images, get all the footage, edit all the footage, build the web pages using the images and the footage, yeah. right, and, and build everything and the script and the video all ready for launch at midnight tonight. Yeah, so, so that's a time frame I'm glad I'm not working on. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was the, the exciting bit of my week, basically. Um, yeah, not a, not an awful lot, in other words. Um, and uh, I tried for the comet, comet schmomet. Ah, oh. you know that was so annoying. Five thirty at night, perfect blue skies. Or yeah, there's not a cloud in the sky to be seen. Yeah, six thirty, getting ready to go out, nothing but cloud. Kidding <laughs> 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 me, you know. <laughs> And, uh, and then other commitments get in the way, and that's the end of it. You know, it's it's right. it's, 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 it's diminishing so quickly in, in magnitude anyway. Yeah, that I uh, wish but- I I wish I had taken a screenshot of the Bureau of Meteorology weather map for my part of the world. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, God. there was this massive circular rain cell that stretched from Foster, which is, you know, two hours north of where I live, to Ulladulla, which is about four hours south of where I live. It was just this massive cell, hundreds of kilometres across, and it was just bucketing here on the weekend. So it was just like, no, not happening. Well, (laughs) our, our irregular, regular listener, Mark Chapman, uh, yeah, up in up in Queensland, went out and took some shots. But he did. Even, the only he's way just he, posted he, them. He, he did, and and they I mean, they're, they're well done, good job. But I mean, he's ten stacking these images, right. uh, and still only just getting to see the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. more than just a, uh, so. It was by the time we got to see it in the, in the southern hemisphere, it was a, a fizzer at best. You know, yeah. Um, compared to what they were getting, yeah, you know, naked eye visible, big double tail in the in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, we 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 certainly got shortchanged. You know? Yep, but well well done uh, for uh, for that, Mark. Yeah, nice work, um, Mark. Oh, to shoot us in uh, with your setup. Tell us what what tracking device you're using to do your stacking. Yeah, so well, that'd be interesting. To, uh, there's a there's a guy called Daniel Ganger, G A N G U R, down here in Victoria, who right. does a lot, sells a lot of these tracking devices. So maybe we should talk to him about. Okay. Telling us about about them because I think it's fascinating stuff, and some of the results these people are able to get out of it, yeah, of uh, stacking images is quite remarkable. So, and he Definitely. does he does uh, well when COVID's not going. He does um, astro nights teaching people how to use the stuff. Oh, okay, nice. So, yeah, yeah, with the tracking devices and stacking and all that kind of stuff. So, so let us know, Mark. Yeah, and Definitely. Uh, yeah. So, tell us what you got on your list. Oh, shit. We've got, we got 40, 30 to 7, not much time. Uh, uh, potatoes. <laughs> potatoes? You say potato, I say potato. Okay. What about them? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, so I thought you mentioned it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the potato Behold, of the Behold, the year. winners of the 2020 <laughs> potato photography contest. I haven't looked at any of the photos. But um, I figured, hey, <laughs> we took a lot of crap on this show, so <laughs> yeah. this looks right up our alley. <laughs> uh, so the first, hilarious. I'm looking at the photos for the first time. The first one's a guy doing a haircut, yeah. a potato that's growing growing its roots. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very clever. Um, uh, that was boring, <laughs> boring, uh, boring. I'm surprising that the potato photos are boring. Boring. <laughs> um, 
What about the comments? The comments? <laughs> is there any comments? 67 shares. Only four comments, six comments. Ha! I like it. There we go. I opened the article expecting it to be about an industry award by the Potato Marketing Board or similar. I was genuinely surprised. I'll have to try and enter something next year. I never do contests, but this fan sounds like fun. How long before this is shut down because of potatoism? Um, I didn't know about this, but I do love me spuds. He's, and he's pronounced that spuds with S H. Oh, that's there awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's yeah, that's that's that was worth a worth a look. Totally. It's going to be shorter. What else have we got? I've got a, a heading here that says two sixty two to sixty. Yes. I don't know what it, any idea what that means. This is just a crazy, crazy story, and Adam sent us this as well. Really? Oh, that's right. I know what it is. Kodak. <laughs> Kodak share share price went up two thousand percent. Yeah, on on notification that and, uh, they've got this big loan from the government and turning into pharmaceutical company. Yeah, yeah. There is the thing I've got to ask you though, right? Mm. They just sold their entire, which reported the other week, their entire paper system yep. that was set up to China. Yep. For money. Yep. I'm assuming. Why didn't Why did they borrow money from the government? Why didn't they use that money to retool and do stuff? Who knows. I mean, why put the country? Why why go into debt? More debt. Well, I don't know. How much did they sell the paper division for? It may not have oh. been the seven hundred and sixty-five mil that they needed for their pivot. Pivot. What's interesting though is not much after the, after the stock spike. Like they're now valued at two point six billion dollars. Yeah. And a week ago they were worth a hundred mil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just insane. You'd love to have been stuck with some shares after retiring there. And you go, what am I going to do? I'll put them on the wall. Wouldn't Working through them out. Yeah. Okay, let's get on to something interesting. Um, photographer catch- captures the rainbows in hummingbirds' wings. Oh, wow. So check this out. Open the link and have a look at these. these I am are just loading the page right now. Oh, nice. Spectacular. I mean... Australian photographer. There you go. Christian Spencer spent, spent 19 years living in Brazil's... Uh, Nash something national park, uh, and one of the things he focused on his camera on is a beautiful sight of sunlight passing through hummingbirds' wings. Wow. His project is entitled Winged Prism. It's this serious. It must tall, have been quite an effort to get you know a, a straight line between you, the hummingbird, and the sun. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's shooting. You believe he's shooting over a long period of time. Yeah, you know, like I know uh, they hover uh, in place, but I, I would still know, imagine you know, it's quite an. You know, they're, a, they're, out, they're sitting just outside a bird feeder, more than likely. So yeah. just out of shots of bird feed. So he's got a bird feeder set up with the uh, place himself between it and the sun, yeah. and they're coming into the feeder. So yeah, you've got a reasonable chance. You're assuming of them getting yeah, in that zone. You've got a fair idea which direction they're coming from, at least, and yeah, and stuff. And then yeah, you do it long enough. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. No, I think spectacular. Yeah, but some great how, how shots he came, there. How he came across this idea in the first place. Yeah, you know, it was a, a he accidentally took a shot and saw it. He goes, my God, I'm going to do more of those. Yeah, but if we thought that photo was good, yeah, you look at the next one. The next one is the most amazing photo I've ever seen in my life. Astronomers capture the first ever photo of two planets orbiting a sun-like star. Yeah. Okay. Bruce, they photograph planets in another solar system. Wow. Think about what that. Think, think of that. That's, that's just, pretty to impressive. To take a photograph of t- 
two planets circling a star. I mean, it's just... These things are much bigger than Jupiter, these planets, mind you. So yeah. They're big. Yeah. But, uh, but wow, the, 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 the technology yeah. for us to be able to look from our little tiny speck of dust in, the, in this universe and to look all the way into another solar system yeah. and see the planet circling and actually take a photo of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and imagine, imagine what we'll be able to do in yeah, 20 years' time or something. You know? Yeah. Well, it's funny, you know, I didn't actually make a note of the article I was reading, but I was reading something today, and they were saying that the best location on planet Earth for astrophotography is a mountain called Dome A, and it's on Antarctica. And the reason it's the best spot for astro in, like, on, on this planet is because it's the coldest location on earth and the the layer of the atmosphere that is closest to the to the surface of the earth is only 13 meters thick at this point and so because it's really cold air uh, and this lowest layer is really thin you get the lowest amount of visual distortion yeah than for any other place on the planet, which I thought was absolutely fascinating. Yeah, so it's not, instead of having like a fingerprint on your lens, <laughs> someone's, someone's cleaned the lens. Yeah, exactly. Effectively. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. And what, else do, what else do I have? Because that was fascinating. Uh, cool is my next heading. Yeah. Um, shows how bad the Canon R5 is right. for overheating. Someone's already invented a cooling fan for it. <laughs> there you go. So... Uh, so um, Everything everyone said was probably going to be a problem with it before it came out, being overheating, yep. obviously is is the uh, the case. Yeah, right. That's it. That's all I got. And I've it got really nothing. is. It really is an is. attachable yeah. fan and heat sink that attaches to the back of the camera. That is I crazy. I know. Wow. I wonder if it's effective. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, is there any vents in the back of the camera for it to blow air into? Well, yeah, if you scroll down, there's a, a, a blown-apart well, version not of, sure, not of the whole thing. Cooling board, sure. a cooling chip, an alloyed ventilator column. No, I know, I know the device blows air, but does there any holes in the camera for the air to go into? No, no, well, because point, it's just it? the panel uh, where the uh, flip-out screen normally yeah. sits. So all you're doing is cooling down the bit of plastic, possibly. Exactly. So you're just you blowing... You need some air going inside the unit, blowing all that dust around the sensor. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking some sand whilst you're at it. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, but hey, it, it, I couldn't imagine they'd go the effort of making it if it didn't have at least a little bit of an effect. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you would hope so. Who knows? Uh, so Adam sent us the the Kodak story, but he also sent us another one, which was, and I sent this to you earlier in the week. Thanks, SpaceX, you ruined this amazing NeoWise comet photo with your satellites. Uh, and this is in reference to. SpaceX's fleet of Starlink satellites, these little micro satellites yeah, that they yeah. launched a hundred of earlier in the no, five hundred and forty of them yeah. apparently. Well, they're doing sixty thousand or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, one guy has managed to get a shot of the Neowise comet, and all across the frame are these short white streaks of the Starlink satellites 
flicking past through his field of view. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking he's Mm. timed that deliberately to make that happen. Possibly. To to, to have consternation. You would have to know. There's been a guy walking around our local lake and shops the last few days with his phone out and his video camera ready to go, walking around with no mask. It's going into the shops with no masks on. Yeah, right. For those who don't know, it's mandatory here to be wearing a mask if you're outdoors. Yep. Waiting for someone to come up and have a go at him, and then he films them. Yeah, right. And and go and has a, and it starts demanding strange and unusual things about you know why aliens are eating his brain or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, th- I think I think uh, Donald Trump's going to tweet him next week or something. Yeah. As a, an expert. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's yeah, so it's deliberately deliberately doing this sort of stuff. See, you know? Someone like that should be should be booked. Hmm. Hmm. What kind of book? Autobiography? <laughs> Throw the book at them. It's like, it's like my joke earlier this week. Because I've got so much time. I've got so much time uh, with coronavirus, not because I'm not doing anything. Uh, I've got down, sat down and wrote a book about all the things I should do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my autobiography. Yes. <laughs> I liked joke, that right? one. Yeah, it was a good one, wasn't it? It's a pretty good joke. Yeah. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running the link will be in the show notes much appreciated now back to the podcast now steve peters sent us a comment on facebook he said so just as covid broke out i finished my job this meant my daily commute to the city here in brisbane stopped whilst i applied for a few jobs as covid19 took hold jobs on seek dried up and one job i got an interview after six weeks after i applied anyway for the next three months i with my neighbor's assistance replaced the timber retaining wall with concrete sleepers built a new color bond fence built a barbecue shed and laid two concrete slabs needless to yeah. say i've lost weight but i'm not commuting i was watching the daily updates on facebook yes didn't find time to listen to my podcast happily i have a new job which started at two days a week but now and that also stops him from listening to the podcast so he's very happy <laughs> however working from home with quarterly trips to belmont near newcastle so my long-winded message here is i finally had a chance to catch up on the podcast oh, haven't quite bugger. caught up yet enjoyed the john swainston episode interested in buying both books can you keep us informed glenn come over to the dark side get an olympus might be some cheap ones around <laughs> i think it might be right bruce sorry to hear about the bike troubles but good to be still working glenn the world is crazy and i can't imagine the pain of a second lockdown my heart goes out to you i think you should get a refund for those school fees for all the homeschooling you've been doing get a vpn to watch latest friday night dinner episodes from channel four in the uk bruce help him out will you Keep up the good, good work. Dude. When I get some coin, I'll sling a few bucks via the Patreon page. Cheers, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. A few bucks. You just spend it all in the backyard. Yes. Yeah, you could put right. one less paver down and you know, give him Bruce a can of drink a month or so. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so he sent us a couple of Steve. stories as well. Oh, uh, one was... Thought, we should have made this the Steve Peters episode, shouldn't we? That's all right. Him. Uh, so one was uh, on DP Review about Associated Press has partnered with Sony and is going to supply all its remaining photographers with Sony gear. <laughs> it's a remaining photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so two cameras are putting out, is it? Yeah, who knows. But but I, I thought, oh, Glyn's always looking at the comments before the story, and I thought oh, I, I should have a look at the comments. The second one, how's this? I think this is a huge win for AP 
either. I'm not sure what that means, either. Uh, This news gave an enormous attention from the photography community. If AP had decided to go with Canon, this wouldn't be news. It would show that AP is extremely conservative or bribed by Canon legacy department since it is so obvious the future in photography technology is mirrorless and Sony recognised it first and consistently made its camera range in this direction. Canon and Nikon did their best <laughs> to sabotage mirrorless with full of their capacities. Again, don't know what that means. They even released... This is the bit that you'll love. They oh. even released their own mirrorless cameras years after Sony in brackets, intentionally, with severe limitations in a hope to demonstrate that mirrorless is inferior. (laughs) Their calculation was faulty. They neglected A9, and now A9, with the assistance of the A7R4, killed Nikon, Canon at least, in this round. (laughs) I don't know where Trump gets the time to write all this stuff. I mean, is he on every webpage? (laughs) It's just ridiculous. Half of it doesn't make sense, and the other half's dribble. <laughs> I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense for them not to go to Sony because how many of their photographers already have Canon and/or slash Nikon lenses? Exactly. Yeah. So you just replace the bodies. It doesn't make any sense at all. No. Because frankly, and I think everyone would have to agree, nothing's superior. Canon, Nikon, Sony—they're all—they're all bloody good. It's not that it's bloody good plus. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. What it is, is someone's paid for it to happen. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got cash cashola for it, and or, uh, they're or, going to write. Or it's been heavily subsidised by Sony, and that's yeah, been, I mean, it's, so, been so the appeal. It's, but I said, I mean, for many years ago, I said, uh, this is how the industry works, yeah. is I had, to, I had to bid on a, uh, a federal police um, oh, that's right. um, job, yeah. and we, we, we bid, I think it was $750,000 under... No, $75,000 under cost yep. uh, for the gear and gave away, I don't know, $50,000 worth of free stuff and came third. Jeez. So, you know, the right, biggest race to the bottom. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's just crazy. You can't, you can't, you know, all for the prestige of having that gear. And I mean, the prestige of Sony going to AP is so even, uh, big. Even if the camera store that you, or camera company that you were working for at the yeah. time, even if you had got that contract. Yeah. Was there any potential to make profit down the track on that? Oh no, that was it. That was one 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 off buy. Wow. So why would you back. do it? Is it really just for the kudos? Well, it's not for the kudos because if we don't get the kudos, Nikon will get the kudos because it's mm. them, it's their gear they're using. No, so I mean, let's say let's say you've got an annual target from Nikon of say six million dollars, uh, and if you hit a, if you if you sell six right. million dollars worth of Nikon gear for the year, you'll get an extra three percent kickback or whatever, whatever yeah, it may right. be. Okay. That's enough, possibly. That and advertising revenue, because you get a percentage of sales uh, comes back to you for av- to advertise and promote. Right. So there's hope there's enough of a return there to you know, at least break even kind of thing eventually, that sort of stuff. You know? Yeah, right. Um, there's different deals. Like I, 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 I did a lot of research for Victoria Police uh, years and years ago uh, when digital was first sort of starting to take off for how they could do digital photography yeah. and uh, and be court worthy okay right. so to be uh, to be acceptable in court yeah. based on the technology at the time and so i spent months working on this mm. uh, and submitting and tendering and doing presentations to the police force and eventually got the deal but that then became an all the force ongoing supply 
of gear. So yeah. yeah, I no longer had to keep going to tender every time they wanted to buy stuff. They just had a, a standing order to buy direct from us. So uh, that that's a, that was a different kind of kettle of fish. The Fed pole was one off deal. Bang! You never saw them again until the next time you had to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the, that police one, there was no big outright purchase, but it was an ongoing, and the ongoing was at margin. You know, and and, yeah. and also knowing that being digital technology. Because um, you t- you'd, you'd, you'd had to buy this at a particular price, right? so you had a particular price. But you knew all the time that the camera prices and stuff was going to be coming down. Yeah. So the longer the deal went for, the more profit you made on. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it only became um, useless is once technology changed to the point where digital files were accepted in courts and could be proven, all that sort of stuff. But uh, what we ended up having to go with, the only thing we could actually go with, with any sort of surety, was Sony. Handy, the the, the, the digi, their digi cams that took little mini discs. Wow, little, little, little yeah. Little, Was little, that because of chain of evidence requirements? Yeah, because they, they were worm write once, read many times only. Yep. So once you took the photo, it couldn't it couldn't be because it was a, a CD, mini CD. Yeah, uh, it couldn't couldn't be re- rewritten over. So it was proof that it was a, a genuine file. Yeah. Um, so that was the, the only at the time it was the only technology that kind of was acceptable in court. Yeah, right. Uh, but that took us, I don't know, it took me a year, probably a year to get up. Yeah. Wow. Oh, And the other story that Steve Peters sent us uh, was, uh, he, as he said, more of the same. This was another oh, well, to him then. blog post uh, talking about the decline of the camera industry, particularly uh, uh, from the financial side in Japan. Uh, Japanese camera industry strangles itself, 88% decline in 10 years. Uh, What I found interesting in this was the numbers of the decline are dramatic. In 2010, there was a total of 121 million digital cameras shipped. Uh 2020, 2.63 2.63 million digital cameras shipped in the first four months. Yeah, but here's this. Though. I'll guarantee this right now. Yep. In like, oh, was that 2010 was the first one? Yeah. I reckon 15 years before that, yep. there wasn't a single digital camera shipped. Exactly. So, yeah, compared to 1990, let's say, yeah. uh, were 2.63 million digital cameras more than were being shipped in 1990. Absolutely. So that's a proven fact. Yep. The other thing, too, is it's let's say not being overly facetious this time uh in 2000 let's say give or take yep maybe a couple of years before that how many total camera sales were there in the world like of film cameras film and digital there's what was the what was the average sales i mean because i'm telling you in the 80s and 90s early 90s Cameras were popular, but they weren't popular like they became when digital took off. Absolutely. So are they more just returning to volumes of the past? Yeah, right. Versus versus peak height of the digital revolution? Yeah, good point. The big problem, though, of course, now is, is the extra players in the field. Yeah. So you can't you can't return back to the same numbers, but have four times as many people uh, manufacturing because then that's where your real loss is. You know? Yeah. Uh, if it was really just you know, Nikon, Sony, uh, no sorry, Nikon, Canon, Minolta, Olympus, Pentax, the five brands are kind of yeah. there. 
Uh, no, so I think I think having all these Panasonics and Leicas and and not that Leica went around as well, but volume was very small. Panasonics and, uh, Fuji and Sony's and Fujis and all this stuff. There's, yeah, there's and then you've got to throw in the you know the DJI's of the world as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so so it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's but yeah, well, but we've been saying this. I mean, it's an untenable situation anyway. Yeah, um, and the volume will continue to shrink. I can't see how it will stay. Nah. high. Right. Exactly. Anyway. Excellent. Well, that's nice and short. What's what's on for your week? More homeschooling? Uh, homeschooling. Homeschooling. <laughs> well, one more day of homeschooling is the weekend, of course, which is which is Excellent. bloody marvellous. Um, bird dog. What? Bird dog. Hang on, we met we talked about bird dog. What was it? Bird dog were the people I was photographing for on Monday. That's right. So if the little black box and video transcoding is stuff that's of interest to you, yeah. check out Bird Dog and you'll 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 see their new product and it might be of interest to you. Excellent. So that's it. That's all I've got. I've got nothing on for the week. You've got anything on for the week? Um Excellent. Talk to you next week. I'm aware of. <laughs> it's it's all the blends into one, doesn't it? You it know? does. Yeah. It does. The only excitement I'm of my day is working... finding out what the next controversy on Facebook is. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm working weird hours this week and next week. Really? I'm working 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh. Um, Why? Just because of the narrator that I'm working with uh, works. Like to sleep in until uh, sort of 3.30 in the afternoon and can't get to the studio till 4, so uh. we're recording 4 till 7, and then the following day I, you know, edit in the morning the stuff I've recorded the previous day. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So that's a that's the uh, the r- rare, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's oddity that's to, to my week this week and next week. Right. Variety's the spice of life. That's the one. Uh, All right, mate. Well, you have a good week. Right. I will. You too. Take care, um, everybody. And, yep, we'll talk to you next week. You will. Bye, all. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com.